0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Life with Monica Matthews. Somebody's got to say it. So I woke up this morning to a very interesting post on Twitter. And I decided to retweet it. And that got a few people... Up in arms, wondering what in the world were you thinking when you retweeted this? Ready, ready, oh, oh, Yeah, that's <really> good. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Oh. Yeah, can I right? let me drink it out of there now? Oh. Okay, so let me drink it out of there now. If you've been a fan of Howard Stern for any length of time, then you caught him during his years, I'm sure, when he had naked women down on all fours uh, passing gas into microphones, uh, singing songs with flatulence. uh, Any number of vile moments that were so shock jockish that most people couldn't believe their eyes or ears and couldn't turn away. It was like a fast oncoming train wreck. Right. And so we mocked it and we thought it was funny and we couldn't believe people were that dumb to go on the show and do it. Right. Because we just had the unmitigated gall. Right. Much less the fact that Howard Stern, who's always shocked his audience with everything from racial, you know, uh, skits to things that most people would not touch in two lifetimes. Okay, so that is a young woman. What you just heard is a young woman, bikini clad thong clad who has bent over popped something into her hiney and is now pouring a beer into a cup that is held by this thing that she has popped into her hiney now either it's into her hiney or it's attached to her thong either way it's attached to her keister okay and just forget the fact that there are probably 100,000 health code violations that have just occurred in that one moment, and that you've got men sitting there jeering and, and loving it and catcalling, and they just think it's the coolest thing ever, and oh, baby, baby, okay, and lusting and all that stuff, all right, but I retweeted it for a very distinct reason. And I'm, I'm going to try to explain this in, his, in a very short period of time, and it may, it may actually take a couple of podcasts to pull this off, okay? Right after I tweeted it, there was another young gentleman who has a very large following, much larger than mine, who, who retweeted the same thing, the same post showing this one. It was a different girl, actually, but it was the same practice of putting beer in a cup in your hiney, okay, and pouring it for customers in, in a bar, and um, and he said, pay attention, he said, this is why the terrorists hate us. And when I saw that tweet, I could not help but praise the powers that be, and I retweeted it again to say this is exactly why I shared this. And as my own followers were aghast and could not believe that I would share something so vile and it was the first thing they woke up to on Monday morning, I said, I'm sharing this because at some point your children and grandchildren or great-grandchildren will choose Sharia law over freedom because of things like this. And you know why? Because lewdness and lawlessness abounds in this country and in the world. But let's just stick with our country for right now. And we are wired to worship something. If you are an atheist, you worship something, more than likely your disbelief. And that's okay. That's between you and your creator. That's not what this podcast is about. What this podcast is about is I'm speaking to people who profess to be Christians, who profess to be liberty loving Americans, who do not in 2000 years think that Sharia law is possible in this country because you've got your American pride, MAGA hats, Trump rose shades glasses on, and you don't think it's possible in this country in the economic boom that we're in right now. And I'm telling you right now, it is not only possible. It's here. You have physicians in Minnesota practicing female genital mutilation. Yes, they were taken to court over it, and they were found not guilty for practicing their religious practices. That's a problem. It is a problem when something comes alongside us in this country that attempts to erect itself over our Constitution. That is a problem. Why? Because our Constitution is predicated upon liberty, plain and simple birthed in my humble opinion as a christian american in the heart and the mind of the author of liberty and there's only one of those and it wasn't man and our forefathers knew that which is why they stated it with unalienable rights there is nothing liberating about sharia nothing it is not an innocent construct forget about getting your heads chopped off Forget about the bombastic scenes that we see on CNN and Fox News and all of these other multi-mainstream uh, uh, media outlets for just a moment. Just put that aside for just a moment. I want you to consider that we were created to worship something. We were created to be decent. So there's something in us that yearns for decency. Your children yearn for a playpen. They yearn for boundaries. We all do, but we live in a lawless society, and the Church of the United States of America is dead asleep at the wheel. We are either building building projects, or we have apostatized the gospel so much, we have have adulterated it so much to the point where it's so watered down that no one can find the simple beauty in it anymore. You're looking at Joel Osteen as if he is the Antichrist. You're concerned about gays and homosexuals taking over the church. Where were you when the creeping agendas began? I'm going to tell you where you were. You weren't standing up in the liberating truth of Jesus Christ. You were hiding behind your pews and your robes and your building funds and your religion. And it's coming home to roost because it always does. So it's not enough for us to continue to mock things of a lewd and vile and indecent nature. You know another reason why your children are going to choose Sharia? Do you know how many children are choosing uh, Judaic principles who have never been religious or Orthodox principles? And that's not to slight Jews or Orthodoxy. By the way, fun fact, I was raised as an Orthodox But these are constructs that are predicated upon practices just like Catholicism. These are constructs that, for the most part, attempt in some minor way through our own religious practice to bypass the mercy seat of Jesus Christ. That is a doctrinal fact. You may not like it. It may rattle your sacred cow. That is not my concern. You take that up with your creator. It is not my job to judge another man's servant. So if you're a Christian, if you're a Catholic, awesome. Great, do it to it. But when you have a generation of kids who were not born in Judaism, who are choosing Judaism, who are bypassing the liberating Christ, the cross of Christ, the mercy seat of God, the grace of God, and they're choosing to go back to adhere to a Judeo practice, because they're yearning for order and they're yearning for rules. You need to pay attention. I am not comparing Judeo. Let me make this clear for some of you who will get confused because the author of confusion is right here beside you. I am not comparing anything Judaic or anything Catholic to anything Sharia. What I am saying is that we are wired for decency, for law, and for order, and law never did anything for anyone but oppress them, and I didn't write that. The author of Liberty did. I'm going to have to pick up this conversation in other podcasts, so stay tuned because it's going to get good. You can follow me on Twitter at MonicaOnYourTalk. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to my podcast that are daily Monday through Friday on iTunes and other podcast mediums. Uh, and encourage your friends to sign up as well. You can sign up for my newsletters at my website, MonicaMatthews.com, and send me your dear Monica letters at Monica at MonicaMatthews.com. I love you guys. Love others beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.